Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I do want to talk about this particular message. Hi, Niall. Can you bring up something on your show? about how COVID is destroying families. I've currently been working from home since the pandemic started. I'm absolutely devastated about the government closing the schools until the end of the month. Um, and I have two kids. By the way, all the details of that in relation to closing the schools, I was the person who wrote the message because they were listening to the news today. And the Fianna Fáil party did put up a tweet in relation to the schools closing, but then removed it again very quickly. So I think there's a cabinet meeting tomorrow morning which will clarify everything in relation to that as well, by the way. Okay, I have two kids who are both in primary school. They are six six and nine years of age at a stage where they can, can't can be fully left on their own as they constantly look for attention. Now with the school's closed, I have no idea how I'm going to cope minding my two kids and work. I don't want to mention what my job is, but it is very demanding and requires me to be at the desktop at all times. Whether I'm on phone or on Zoom calls, having children in the background hanging out of me is just not feasible. Since I heard the school closures, I've been so upset. I expect I expected my mother would help out. Uh, like she did it during the last lockdown. She has point-blank refused to mind the two kids. She's done a complete 360 on her thoughts on COVID. At the start of all this back in March, she wasn't too worried. She's in her early 60s. And apart from a bit of a high, high blood pressure, she's extremely healthy. Now, she won't mind uh, the kids as she's afraid she'll get the COVID. Uh, she's also afraid of my husband bringing it into the house because he works in a building site. I honestly can't get over how she doesn't want to spend time with her own grandchildren. Has this uh, COVID turned her like this? Or how has COVID turned her like this? I I would love you to bring it up on your show uh, to see if other people have had similar experiences. I just really don't know what to say to my mother to make her see sense and to realise what she is doing is really putting me in an almost impossible situation. Now, it is a difficult situation. She's more or less accusing her mother of being selfish and thinking of herself and not minding her own grandchildren because her and the husband have to work, obviously, to pay the mortgage, to pay the bills. But what do you think of this woman's message? I mean, what would you do if you were in that situation? I mean, the granny seems to be extremely anxious over getting the virus, but is she doing the right thing by not minding her own grandchildren? I mean, she's not really in the high-risk group, is she? I mean, she's almost there, isn't she, really? I mean, over 70, I suppose, is a much higher risk than under 70. Uh, But certainly she's not in the high-risk group. Uh, She seems to be a healthy woman, but I suppose maybe she's thinking of her own health. But her daughter and her son-in-law think she's being selfish. So whose side are you on? Granny? Now, see, when I say granny, it makes her sound really old. She's not really old. You know what I mean? She's in her 60s. But she doesn't want to mind the kids. So, whose side are you on here? Are you on this woman's side or her mother's side? Who's right and who's wrong? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 The question I'll simply ask you is, is this woman being selfish? Is she being selfish? Morris, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Morris? I'm not bad. I have me blue colours out for next week when Biden takes over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost a few quid on a bet on this one already, Morris. I'm not I going know, down this road. I know. You know what? Ian rang me and he said he'd bring me for the drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Joe yeah. Harrington as well, by the way, from Sunshine Radio upstairs. I lost a, I lost a few quid to him too. Ah, well. I know. Oh, well, it was, it was, it was well, probably the only time in life that I actually had a bet on with anybody, but you, they, there you go. It was worth the crack. Did you hear the story about uh, Nicholas Sturgeon in Scotland saying Trump was not welcome in Scotland because he wants to... Uh, be Just go golfing president. on the day of the inauguration. Yeah, in Scotland, and she banned him. 
I, I now I don't know how true this story is. That yeah, I saw the story that seemingly Donald yeah. Trump wanted to go play golf on the day of the inauguration in Scotland. In Scotland, and he'd be the first president in the history of America not to be there to hand over power. What does that tell you about the character of the man? Well, he well, it's it's either one of two things: he's a bad loser, or or he genuinely believes he's been hard done by. He's after making a statement earlier on. I watched it on the news. They won't be taking the White House off me. We'll make sure of that. <laughs> He's a madman. Anyway, get back to this. I, I have I have this vision of him like General Custard in there. I tell you, you know the good thing about with a gun. With a gun. <laughs> you might get your money back off the bet if he doesn't get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what are they saying in the background? Are they giving out about the COVID in the background there? No, Carol, Carol, Noilers can hear you. What are you saying about the COVID? UK travellers and South African travellers need to produce COVID-free tests if coming to Ireland. Right. And thanks for sharing that with us, Carol. Oh. Thanks for that, Carol, he said. <laughs> right. thinking of changing it. Listen, anyway, get yeah, back to... Get it back uh, to the topic. So, I mean, is, is the mother being a bit selfish here, the, or the grandmother? Is she being a bit selfish? No. I tell you what, before I go anywhere, I want to wish you and your staff and all your listeners a happy new year. Do you know why? Because we're Irish and we don't change our culture for nothing or nobody, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. All right? Let's yeah. carry on the traditions that we grew up with and that makes us the people that were liked all over the world because of who we are. Okay? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Right, so thanks a lot. And please, God, your listenership goes up this year again. Oh, it will. Please, God. Okay. I think the girl is getting it in on herself. You know, her mom has been there before for her, okay? Yeah. So if she has a couple of weeks now, I don't think anybody's going to be going on holidays anywhere quick here, right, in this yeah. country. And I'm sick of the Ryanair ads. Vax oh, oh Vax and Fly, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, you know what? Go. That was a that was a bit of a turnaround from Ryanair. This time last year, or well, this time six months ago, Michael O'Leary was saying COVID was a load of nonsense, more or less. There you go. Yeah, and all of a go. sudden, he's vaccinated and flying. There you go. Vaccinated. Go. That's what it's like shaking. Go. I think. <laughs> well, what he, he but can, I, can I clarify? By the way, he didn't say it was a load of nonsense, but he was arguing with the government, and he took the government to court at one stage, didn't he? As well, exactly. to, get the, to get the planes back that's, in the air. That's what happens when you have too much money in your pocket and you don't know what to do with it. And Michael's you know? a nice fella. I met him once. He's a nice guy. I seen him one day in a bus line in a taxi. I said, you have well, and gas, back are you? Yeah, I made a mind, I made him mind said he met him in a chipper and he had no money on him. So he, <laughs> so he gave him a couple of quid to buy his chips. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, listen, I think the girl, what she should do is, I think she's stressing out, right? Now, I'm going to say something to you that you know about and I know about and we grew up with and our parents instilled her in, into us. Never take your walk home with you, Right? Yeah. When you when you clock off, you go home and it's family time, it's your time. Unfortunately the society that we live in today, everybody wants everything yesterday. Not tomorrow, yesterday. So I think what she should do is, in my opinion, coming up to sixty this year, take two or three weeks annual leave. Do your walk. Spend time with your kids. They're six and nine. Th- these two are sponges now at the moment. Everything that's done and said to them now. You know, because you know yourself as well as I do. A childhood lacks a yeah, life. She might not be able to take... I mean, you're, you're assuming she can take time off work. She may not be able to take time off work. Every country, you have to get... Carol's shouting at me. Uh, Carol is just a mind of it. Carol, Carol is like RT News <laughs> in the background there. Put, just put <laughs> Carol on there for a second, will you? Carol, no, so will you come on and give him a news update? <laughs> I mean, what's she saying now? Oh, they're, they're looking for they're looking for a COVID test from any country around the world coming into Ireland. 
If you haven't got a COVID test, you'll be turned away. You say that you're negative. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Is she watching? Is this on RT News as we speak? Oh, no, no, no. She's getting it online. Oh, right. She doesn't watch the telly anymore. She gets it all online. We can give her a job as a researcher. (laughs) Yeah. Don't don't put work before family. That's what I always say. (laughs) I would agree. If you're walking walking interferes with your family, I think she's stressing out a little bit. But I was talking to your researcher earlier on when I heard the topic coming up, and I texted him. And I would rethink... I would rethink my job situation and my job if it's causing me that much stress at home. What stress must she be under to get into work every day, under transport and everything else? And the kids are at a very impressionable age. Now, I think you mentioned something about her partner being in the building industry. And yeah, so the mother said she's also worried about the partner who works in construction bringing the COVID to the house. It broke on the news today, they're looking at closing down the I know, I mean, that, that, that's disastrous. Oh, well, Jesus, Carol is what, talking would you rather, No, would you rather be rich and dead or poor and well, But alive? hang on for a second. With the greatest respect, Morris, right? The construction has been open oh. since... It was the first yeah. thing to open back up again, actually, back in July, right? Construction. They're not dropping dead on construction sites. No. But it's so what's the, why, why, why are we closing it for? All I'm saying to you is, would you spend eight hours in the company of somebody that you don't know where they've been or where they've come from, and they're dropping their mask? But, but you don't know where any. But, but hang on, we can't be thinking about other human beings like that. We don't know where anybody's been. Or, I mean, if I met I mean, you tonight, you don't know where I've been today. Yeah, but we'd keep two meters apart and we'd have masks on. But in construction, they keep as far apart as they possibly can. But in real terms, when you're in building and you're building walls and bricks and yeah. getting up and down cranes and guiding people and carrying things together with other fellas, I mean, or girls, if that be the case, yeah, it's probably impossible to social distance all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly so, it, so it's a, there's a trade-off. I mean, look, construction is one of the most dangerous occupations yeah. in the world anyway. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, but I mean, the the risk of somebody dying on a construction site seems to be quite low because I'm not hearing stories every day uh, on RT News about people dropping dead in construction sites of COVID nineteen because it isn't well, happening. They won't, you, they won't give you those stories, but, you but know it's because it's not happening, Morris. If it was, we'd hear about it. But trust me, RT, you're digging up any story they can about COVID nineteen. If people were dropping dead on construction sites, we'd know about it. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just I'm pointing out to you the breeding ground. Like I know somebody close to me, right, that was involved in getting the stalls ready over the Christmas, you know, for the street traders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And that was a job that he picked up through a contact, right, because he was out, because he's a sound engineer, and that industry is gone, right? And he said, the amount of young people walking around the streets of Dublin, either stoned out of their head or on drink, frightened them. He said, I'm, I'm concerned about this country. That's because they've nowhere else to go. But this is what they're doing now, because they yeah. don't have a future. Oh, by the way, Kevin just texted in. He says, I intended to listen and not text tonight, but Morris's little speech has made me vomit all over the steering wheel of the bus. Is that Kevin down in Limerick? Yeah. He's dyslexic. He doesn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me go to James. I'll put you in your place, Kevin. Uh, yeah. James, you're a classic kid. How you doing, James? How are you doing, James? <laughs> <laughs> by, the way, by the way, before we go any further, Morris, I, I know you did your little impersonation of James yeah. there. I thought I was an echo there for a second yeah. there until I realised it was a... How are you going, James? Uh, but James, <laughs> now, now Morris, we, we need to do this together. We need to... Con- well, James yeah. has a little bit of a celebration happening this month. Excellent. All going well. Brilliant. James, would you like to tell us what your little celebration or your little... What, what's going to happen this month? All going well? The baby's Jim. The baby is due. Yeah. The baby is due on the twentieth of this month. Yep, excellent. How do you know right. it's freaking me out now? <laughs> because I just have a really good memory, James. 
And my memory is called Ashling. <laughs> so the baby is due on the 20th this month. And remind me again of any babies you already have there, James. Well, three. So this is number four. 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 Yeah, this the first. Yeah, life is going to change. Not that it you hasn't changed it. already. It'll, it'll change even more now. How old well, it has changed. Yeah. What's it? Sorry. How old is your youngest at the moment before the new baby arrives? Two. Very nice. Two. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter is exactly in the same position as you. Then all they said were, "I'd rather go to jail than have kids that age." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was a good excuse to get a motorbike now. James, are you going to get the <laughs> done after this? Nobody's really thinking about it. Have you? I'll donate to that cause. I'll pull up 20 euro right now. Towards, <laughs> maybe we should we should have a whip round on the air towards James's vasectomy. Yeah, I'm going to take the money on this subject. Seriously. <laughs> Would you get it? If, you, if you got it done live on air, James, we'd raise the money for you. Oh, yeah, I'd on air, no problem. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Now, uh, by the way, from a legal point of view, I can't encourage you to do it because it has to be your decision, right? But if no. you but if you're deciding, no. yeah, it's, it's a suggestion. suggestion. Yeah, it's a suggestion. But if you decide you want to do it, you know, and you do it live and air, we'll raise the money for you. I'll give twenty. Morris is in for twenty. I'll throw fifty in myself and the and the tenner I owe you from ten, five years ago. Well, yeah, I'm, when Ash will throw in a few quid, too. the listeners will all throw in a few quid. Kevin and Limerick there, the bus driver, he's got plenty of money. He'll throw in a few quid as well. I say there's plenty of people listening. Jesus, if we could stop him reproducing, I'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more of him in the we world. We don't need any more. That's enough. <laughs> oh, we'll, get, we'll come back to that again. That's, that's for another time. After the baby is born, we'll discuss that matter, all right? Now, getting back to the topic at hand, is the mother being selfish? No. No. Personally, I don't think she is. Well, I think it's... The daughter being quite selfish to put her mother in that situation. She should have asked her. She said, no, we'll back off. Move your head, James. Your phone has gone dodgy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No. Yeah, say that again. My apologies. I texted into a radio station, you know, to, I don't know, have a correct about our mother. It's a little bit far-fetched. And in my opinion, considering she was good enough the first time around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well maybe that's the problem because she just I suppose the daughter took it for granted that she did yeah, it before, so why would she do it? But she is she is a grandparent and she it's not when I say grandma, she's not old. Yeah, but she also has her own life now and her, and her own health to think about. She has high blood pressure, so I'm sure that puts her Yeah, but her daughter and her daughter and son in law are in a bit of a pickle. Yeah, but it yeah, but the warden of the lady's email was quite strange as well, where she said, I have to mind my children. You don't mind your own children. Like you babysit someone else's children. No, well, I, I, she clearly she means when the kids are normally in yeah, school. It's not a big know, deal, like, you know. I don't want the children swinging out me. Like it's just a warning. She, I don't know. She sounds very selfish to me personally. You know, she can get the one of those last minute babysitters. She's going to be in the house, like, and the person can be downstairs, pay someone to come over and mind the children while she's in work. But I definitely don't think it's the mother's responsibility. Okay, so it's somebody else's responsibility. No, but it's, it's a horde to find somebody who can mind their children. But I don't think all the pressure should be put on the grandmother. Do, and then, as, and then it could turn around and basically fracture the relationship because she said there's trouble in the family. She's not causing the trouble. I mean, but do grandparents have some sort of obligation in some no. sense to to their dear Morris because he's a grandparent? But do, do you think they have some sort of obligation, Morris? Do you think they do you think they have an obligation to look after the grandkids every now and again? Um, they do it out of love. They don't do it out of um, uh, pressure or, you know... Yeah, exactly. Oh, you, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't go out for have a few points on a meal with my husband because you, you're too mean to mind them. I don't care yeah. for that. I mind my yeah. grandkids because I want them in my life. 
And I told Sinead, my daughter, you put those two kids on a plane from London and I'll keep them here for the next year safe if you want to. That's how much I love me grandkids. You now, know, listen, I, I, I have, no, well, hang on, I have to go into a break because I'm going over time here, all right? So stay there, lads, but just before actually yeah. I go into the break, somebody sent in a message here for James, I think. Good evening, Niall. Good evening, James. Congratulations. Hope everything goes well. Uh, Come from somebody who has eight of them, James. Number one, get rid of the car. You're going to have to get a bus. Nice little seven-seater there now for the family days out. Because uh, when you see the amount of stuff you're going to need to do with you now, great show, Niall, as usual. <laughs> you're gonna get into the car. You're gonna have to get. To, well, you are. I mean, what sort of car do you drive at the moment, James? Just a five. Yeah, I'm last a six now. I dodged this bullet, Niall. Okay, I convinced her to allow me to get a motorbike to travel to work, and she can have the car. I got, I tried to set a motorbike so I can drive beside them. <laughs> 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 what? So what happens? Yeah, but that's what happens when you want to go out as a family. So you'll have to drive beside them on the motorbike. Nah, I have this vision in my head, Jesus. I have no idea what you look like, James, right? But I have this vision in my head of your missus and the four kids in the car and you, like something from the 60s, on a motorbike or a Henkel or something beside them, milling along beside them. <laughs> <laughs> why, and why did you not just get a people tra- people carrier? Well, for walk, she can take the car. I'll have to, I'll have to bike to get in that walk past the licence before Christmas. It was a great excuse. I've always wanted a motorbike and she was always again until it was like, look, it's not feasible for me to get a car leader. Yeah, get, get rid of the bike, James. You're a father now. You have to be responsible. I only got it. So, yeah, I know, but you're a father. You have to be responsible. You know? No, 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 I was responsible. No, but I mean, no, I love motorbikes. I love motorbikes. I used to race motorbikes uh, up to the age of 23. And then I kept falling off it all the time because I used to be pulling wheelies at 60 miles an hour like a lunatic. <laughs> and I lost a bit of skin off the back of my arse and everything off it because I was showing off in front of a load of girls at the bus stop one day. And I decided I wasn't going to drive a motorbike again, even though I raced them. And I, that's all I drove was motorbikes. And I haven't driven a motorbike in over 30 years. Well, why don't you treat yourself now? Because I wouldn't get on. They're too dangerous, James. And I'd be the first one to admit it. They are too dangerous. I've driven plenty of bikes, uh, let's say, in places I shouldn't have. I've often fine. Never go, out, go out on a night like tonight on a motorbike, right? When it's below freezing. I remember coming home one night, I was working in Heather's Shoes on the Keys, and I came home one night and I had a DT175. You wouldn't even know what that is. You're too young. Um, but anyway, do you, Morris, do you remember dt one seven five? I do, yeah. Yeah. And it had knobbly tyres. It was meant to be like a cool motocross looking bike, but it was roadworthy. And um, I fell off the bike, I'd say, about seven times on the way home. Because every time <laughs> I had to turn a corner on the icy roads, the thing would go from under me. Yes, yes, they're, they're, just, they're just lethal. Yeah, on icy roads, I'll give you that. I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, they do come with an extra danger, of course, but it's just the feasibility now. Like, it's only costing me literally about 800 euros a year to run it. Yeah, money, so, isn't, money isn't everything, James. You want to be there for your kids. I'll be here now. I don't if your wife is listening, if, if James's wife is listening, tell him they can't have the bike anymore. <laughs> hey, let's bring it back. Well, James, you wouldn't believe the amount of people who are texting in offering money for your snip. <laughs> They're all determined to make sure there's no more little Jameses in the world. <laughs> James, well, I, I think I mentioned it before, you are a very young man to be getting the snip, mind you. I know, no, but finished. No, no. But yeah, well, wear a condom. Yeah, no, no. I'm done. It's not a yeah. I know. It's like wearing a raincoat in the shower, isn't it? Yeah, really, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, where I just rather. I don't anymore. To be honest, four is plenty. Yeah, no, four is plenty. Let's be clear about that. Well, let me get back to the topic anyway. <laughs> Siobhan, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Siobhan? 
Hiya. Do you want to donate towards James's snip now? Oh, yeah, I messaged in. I told him if I go to the courts for backdated maintenance, I'll give him some of it. <laughs> so if you get some maintenance money that day, you'll give him some. That's kind of like recycling, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. It is. It's, From you know one what I mean? to another. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's kind of looking after the children, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, so in relation to this particular, I suppose, dilemma this woman has, so she's working from home, she's Zooming, she's talking to people on the phone and work, she can't have the kids hanging out of her, the husband's off at the construction, the mother in the early 60s won't mind the six and the nine-year-old because of the COVID. I mean, is the mother being a bit selfish? No. No, not at all. No. Or the grandmother. Oh, the, well, the, grandmother, the, sorry, grandmother. Yeah. That makes her sound yeah. very old when we say grandmother, by the way, because I'm only a little bit younger than her, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, she's not. I think the daughter is being selfish at the end of the day. They're her kids. So, you know, the grandmother done her wearing when it came to her, the woman's husband. So if she wants to mind the kids, it's completely up to her whether she wants to or not. And she said no, so they should respect that. And and I, I don't think the daughter always expects it. In fairness, I you know she said she the mother did during the last lockdown. For I think it's primarily because the kids are off school when they weren't expected to be off. If you know what I mean. So she's nobody's normally school is kind of like childminding, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, but still, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a global pandemic going on. Like do you know what I mean? Like you can't. It's a it great cliche, isn't it? We're in the middle of a global pandemic, folks. Do you know what I mean, though? It's, it's, it's a joke. Like, at the end of the day, the grandmother has her own life and she's free to choose who she wants to Oh, no, to she is. So, own, yeah, absolutely. So, she is. You know what I mean? The daughter-in-law just want to cop on and if she if she feels so strong, then put in a few extra hours and get up extra money to get a childminder in. Right. She's going to have to do. Well, that's probably what she's going to have to do. It doesn't sound like she has any other siblings that might do it for her. But maybe maybe he has other siblings. Maybe the husband needs to pull his weight here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, construction sites are meant to be closed, and so. Well, yeah, he might be home too. You never know, yeah. Which again, I disagree with completely. But I, I suppose, yeah. Well, stay there for a second, and let me just go to Oliver as well. Oliver's army's here to stay. Oliver. Good evening, Niall, and everyone. Oh, <laughs> that's a grand entrance you made there. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Good evening, Niall, and everybody. Well, you've heard Siobhan and both James believe well. The grandmother is free to choose, and she's not being selfish at all. Well, I'm. Um, Hitting and missing because I've just finished work, but but um, yeah, the first the first thing is uh, I'm all for choice, and I'm not here to pontificate anybody. But I think it's it's part of a wider problem of cause and effect. So we've been led to believe that this is a deadly dangerous virus. Okay. Well, it is for but some people, yes. Yeah, it can be, and we're not going to we're not going to deny that. However, um, as far as I understand, the grandmother, and I acknowledge that it's her choice, is. Early 60s. Yeah. So she's well within the, the safety range. Well, safety okay. and less risk, yes. Yeah, much less risk. And, um, and a healthy woman, I it seems, say, from the email, I too. I she's been selfish, but I think it's more about fear. And the fear is coming from, I have to say, both social media and mainstream media, where this thing has just been, like, you know, as a historian, I studied the Black Death. I studied... I studied... Um, contagion and you know where people were just burying people in the streets you know like real pandemics you know the spanish flu for example would be the most modern example mm-hmm. and we still have lots of tuberculosis was it? Yeah, yeah we have cholera um we have lots of of dangerous diseases about the planet at any given time 
Mm-hmm. So if we're all going to hide under rocks and just be afraid of COVID, well, then there's consequences to that too. You know, like, we can't just... Well, the consequences for this girl is she'll fall out with her, with her mother. Yeah, and I, I wanted to say something about that. So we don't know what the relationship was like. We can, I suppose we can assume that it has been good up until this point. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that she was minding the kids means there was a decent enough relationship there. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe there is a bit of an overreaction driven by fear. It's driven by... Well, well Siobhan, would you go along with that? No. No. No, that's fair simply, simply because, like, if, if I don't want to mind someone, I can tell them no, simply because I don't want to mind them, regardless of COVID. Like, yeah, but she is, she is the grandparent of the ch- children. Face, so. yeah. Like, yeah. you don't know how long the grandmother has had them for previously. Do you know what I mean when, when the COVID was going on? So the grandmother is probably like, no, I've watched them for the last six months while you've been able to go and work. Like, I deserve a break. Mm. Yeah. No, I appreciate that mean? too. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I don't get that impression. She does say in the email she, she, she looked after them during the last lockdown. So obviously there's an arrangement for summertime with some other way. I'm not too sure what that is. Um, uh, so, and obviously this has come, I suppose, as a little bit of a surprise to the family. They obviously thought... This will be granted. The kids will be in school. I can go back to work. You can go back to your construction site. Everything's going to be great. But then, of course, the government decided, ah, well, the school's not really going to open after all. So yeah. now she's in an awkward position. So it's kind of an emergency situation. And she rings up Mammy and says, Mammy, look, school's not open. Can you come over and mind the kids for me? I need to go back yeah. to work Monday. And Mammy's going, no, the COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it do, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, public health. And I get the grandmother maybe obviously is, you know, a little bit scared. That's fine. But they are grandkids, Siobhan. Yeah, but Niall, like, it still doesn't mean she needs to mind them. Like, yeah, she can take them whenever she she wants to. It shouldn't be on demand. Like, she has the right to say, I don't want to take the kids. Like, regardless of the pandemic or regardless of their situation, like, she's good enough to help them first time around. Why doesn't the girl ask her mother or a father or a sister or a brother? Why is it being left to the the granny, to the grandmother? Yeah, sorry, J- James. Do you have a grandparent, or well, when I say a grandparent, a mo- <laughs> you know, I, I, from what I remember, with respect, I think didn't your dad pass away when you were younger? Yeah. Okay, so you, is your mum still with us? Yeah. Okay, and and your wife's parents? Yeah, yeah, one we could rely on. Okay, so so you have people to look after. Mind you, they'd need a crash to look after your kids at this stage. But I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> I but you have people, and would they would they ever turn you down? I'm able to, of course, I could much rather be open and honest with me than do a kind of like out of emotional guilt. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like to think my mother would come up or her mother out of emotional guilt. I'd like to think they'd want to do it. And have they know? done it at all during the pandemic? Uh, no, no, because she's pregnant and her job was to force to go because she was working in the tree arena. So obviously that's the force to go. Oh, right. She works in the street. Can she get free tickets? She's not free. I must keep your rational mental note. Put James's number in my phone just in case. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so obviously um, when she became pregnant, obviously there was a risk factor too. But in saying that, of course, during the pandemic, Ticketmaster and gigs and everything else was the first thing yeah, to drop. To and probably going to be the last thing to come back. Yeah, exactly. So sweet for me. <laughs> well, right. Okay. So, uh, and uh, by the way, does she still get the COVID payment now that that's been going on for so long? Yeah, she does, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or does she get... And then what happens to her maternity leave? Uh, I don't know. See, that's a tricky one. I'm not too sure she hasn't really inquired about that. 
I'm not. Too I sure wonder. I w- I'm. I'm just curious now, but because she's been on a COVID payment mm-hmm. since obviously the tree arena has been closed. Mm-hmm. When the tree arena opens back up, let's just say it opens up again in June, um, and she goes back to work, is she entitled then to have, you know, does it, does it follow on that she gets her maternity leave that okay. she didn't get? I think as far as, as far as I know that she once she doesn't apply for anything as of now. I think she can't because legally she's still entitled to her. She hasn't taken the time off. She's not pregnant anymore, but she won't be pregnant. Yeah, then. but you have you, you have a certain amount of months or something to claim. Right, okay. Some kind of thing there. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. no, I'm just prying into your business there, James. I didn't mean to be doing that. Okay, but stay there for a second. And uh, Oliver, yeah. I mean, you're listening to the consensus there from James and Siobhan that maybe this mother is just expecting a little bit too much from her grandparents and she shouldn't be doing that, that she's the one being selfish. Yeah, well... Like I said, we don't know. We've only bits of information. We don't know the whole story. I know mean, most of But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know. I suppose, like, I, it's, a, it's about, like, you know, can, can you help out? And if, if she can, I think she should. Mm. And and that's just my opinion. I, I'm, not, I'm not, like, I just can't, I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. I just think there is an awful, terrible overreaction to the virus in general about how deadly it is. And and of course, there are people who are seriously ill, but they have underlying conditions. And there's lots of other things in the world that cause illness and they're still a ball. Okay, so you you believe that it's been, it's a little bit out of perspective. Things are out of perspective. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll stay there for a second. Let me just go to Angela, who's normally a paragon of knowledge. Um, uh, Angela. Oh, let's see, where has she gone? She's got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, how are you? How's it going, Angela? How's it going, Angela? <laughs> oh, my God. How's it James there? Have you heard? How's it going, James? <laughs> you can't do it, Angela. You, you just don't have it. Yeah. Every, time, every time I hear James coming on, before he even says it, I go, how's it going, Angela? <laughs> <laughs> how's it going? How's it going, Angela? <laughs> So, how are you? Uh, no, I'm good, Angela. I'm good. But I'd rather we talk about the topic than my welfare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you want to discuss my welfare, that's fine. But, I mean, I'm grand. Good. Yeah. Well, Could good. always be better, by the way. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's always better, but I'm good to hear that you're doing good and you're doing okay. Yeah. So, getting 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 back to this, Angela. I mean, yeah. who's who's the selfish one here? The mother or the grandmother? The mother, she's been a selfish cow. Whoa. I have to say it, it absolutely boils my blood. Well, Oliver thinks the mother's over-exaggerating things because she's no. riddled with fear from RTE from the COVID. Well, that, that's her own opinion. She's allowed to be like that. But grandmothers are not childminders. Grandmothers have reared their kids. They are there to enjoy their grandkids. So why should they mind children? Now, let's say, take COVID out of this, okay? That's kind of difficult, but go on. Okay? Yeah. So you expect a grandmother to mind kids Monday to Friday and then turn around and go, oh, by the way, Ma, we're going out Saturday night there. Do you mind minding the kids? <laughs> Do you mind having them? We're going away for the weekend. Do you mind so having them? You don't know either, Angela. No, I wouldn't. No. I'd they can't go away for the weekend, the COVID. Yeah. You're not allowed. <laughs> you can't even go to the bleeding shops, for God's sake, at the COVID, Angela. They can go to Aldi. Uh, you go on a day trip to Aldi if you want to. Yeah. I joke it to Aldi. 
That's actually why I said take the COVID out of this. Right. But putting COVID into it, if the grandmother feels that way, you have to totally respect it. That, that, you know, you can't turn around and say, oh, my, you're overreacting. You can't do... No. You know, we don't know what that grandmother's like. She might have underlined... She doesn't. She's mentioned in the... We know, although all of us say we didn't know an awful lot about them, she mentions quite a lot in the email. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she mentions in the email that she doesn't have underlying conditions. Apart from high blood pressure, she's extremely healthy. Is the daughter checking her own mother's blood pressure now? (laughs) Jesus. I I got medical advice from her doctor and she's fine. (laughs) No, do you know the way I look at it? Sorry. Child minder. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, James. I'm trying to hear what Angela's saying. I'm not saying anything. That was me. Sorry, 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 Oliver. Go ahead. Sorry, Angela, finish what you were saying. It was obviously obviously very important. Go on. Whenever I'm on, it's all about me now. I know, it's all about you. (laughs) Right. Um, No, it just, it absolutely boils my blood when people expect their parents to mind their kids. Right. Because it's just not on. I mean, when you say it's just not on... Is there not some? I'm just being, by the way, I'm just taking the other side purposely because I have to, and because nobody else is doing it apart from me and Oliver here. Is it not, is there not some sort of obligation on a grandparent to look after her grandkids every now and again to give a dig out? Is she not like just being mean, not giving a dig out? She knows they're stuck. Absolutely, give a dig out. But giving a dig out is a weekend here, a day here, a day there. Or even, like, my mum used to bring um, my nephew to Spain with her for 10 years from the age of two. She went for 10 years to Spain? She'd bring bring my nephew, Sean, to um, Spain for two weeks. Oh, I thought you said so. I thought she brought him for 10 years. I said, that sounds like an abduction. abduction. (laughs) That's why it binds my blood. Right. (laughs) All right, okay. Not me. Yeah, okay, that's nice. Just grandparents are there to give a dig out. This isn't a dig out. Right. It's not a dig out. No. And it is, as she said, she did it in the first lockdown. She did it in the second lockdown. Second. I don't think she mentioned second lockdowns. In fairness, she mentioned the, the first one. The schools lockdown, yeah, I think this is only the second time the schools the have been. It, sorry, James. What? Oliver, what did you say? Is it you that says... Cause you, if, if it's you, Oliver, you're sounding tremendously like James. No, I can't do James. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can do James. Let me just... But say now, let me go to Susan. Or is it Suzanne? Susan. Hello, it's me. Hi, Niall. How are you? How are you? I just came up with a, a, an idea, you know, in my head there. Oh, okay. Light bulb, light bulb idea. An epiphany. So, Yes, yeah. thank you so much. How kind. Um, you know, the construction site is going to close, so the hobby can mind the kids. Yeah, I, well, now we were thinking that. Somebody did mention that. I kind of ruined the topic when somebody said that earlier on. Oh, I didn't mean to ruin your topic. No, it's, it's okay. You, you ruined I'm away sorry. there, Susan. Have I, have I ruined the, no. whole, um, the whole show? <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. That's it, Ashley. Just let's go home now. <laughs> Susan's ruined the topic. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my, my apologies. <laughs> we're going to have to cut the... the 
Things short. <laughs> no, but Susan, you are right. If the construction site closes, well, she won't have this dilemma. Now, in fairness, yes. when she wrote this email earlier on, there wasn't a mention of construction sites. That's only come up tonight. And, of course, there's a cabinet meeting tomorrow and they'll decide on that. But at the moment, all we know is the schools are most likely uh, not uh, opening back up again. We don't know about construction sites yet. I yes. think, that, by the way, I do think they're going to be slow to, to um, close construction to close. sites. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. so the man still has to work. Yeah. So she needs a minder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. give me a call. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, no, no, I feel for the woman because it's very tough when you have a child and you need a minder. Yeah, is the mother not being a little bit, you know, antsy about the whole thing? She's been a bit tough, is she? Bit, yeah, well, antsy bit, is a good oh, word, the, isn't the it? The granny, the granny's been, yeah. She's, I, I mean, I when it, you say granny, it makes her sound terribly old. I mean, yeah, she's I'm only in her 60s. I'm nearly 60. Yeah. 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 Sorry, James. That makes you feel old. No, it, well, it makes me feel old, and it makes Susan feel old, <laughs> and Angela's nearly there too. So, you know no, I mean? I'm cry- oh, don't don't bring me into the elderly thing. You know, I, you're only you're only as young as the man you feel. <laughs> oh, the woman you feel be a bit, yeah, be the case. Yeah, so we're grand now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my partner's a lot younger than me, but but Susan, keep it that way. Yeah, I know. Keeps you, keeps you healthy, Susan. <laughs> so, Susan, as as budding, gra- are you a grandparent, Susan? By the way. No, my boy is fifteen. He's going to be fifteen um, at the end of this month. So, Jay, do you want Jay? And you're ne- are you nearly sixty? No, I'm fifty. I'm, I'm fifty. I'm in my fifty fifth year, so I'm fifty five. Okay, well then, yeah. and your boy is fifteen. You were a late starter. Yes, I was. I was. It wasn't in the plan. Oh, but right. now. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm now, I'm, now, now, now I'm, go mad if he I'm on the show. Yeah, now no, I'm prying no. into your private life. So you were forty? No, not at all. You were not forty? I, yeah, I was. Um, I was in my fortieth year. Yeah. Yes, when I had him. And did yeah. you kind of go, "Oh shit, I'm pregnant. I'm forty. What am I going to do? Panic?" Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It was. A, it was no, no, not really a shock. No, it was. It was on purpose. It was for my hobby. Right. It was for him. You know. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm telling the whole world. Jesus. It was God. on. It was on. I love when people say that. It was on purpose. In other words, I lie here. You just stick that in me there. That'd be grand. Yeah. Right. Just do that now. Right. Yeah. I, I took it. I, I said, "Well, try for a year, and if it happens, it happens." And and it happened. Yeah. And that's him. That's him. He's here now. He's here. So he's here. He's fifteen nearly. Yeah. But um, what's his yeah, name? He's got a what's his name? I think Nick. Nick, how are you, Nick? Nick, Nick, he's upstairs <laughs> on the thing. I don't know what he'd just be doing up on that phone. What? 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 He's on the phone. On the phone on the PlayStation. Oh, you know, right. Yeah. What? What do they be doing? I talking don't know. to foreigners and playing yeah. games. <laughs> Girlfriends and what have you? You know. And, talk, and probably, be, by the way, talking to girls as well, Susan. <laughs> I could be a granny any time soon. Oh, no, Jesus, don't say that. He's only 15. Well, if he's I know. Only up there with his phone, huh? Sorry, what are you saying, James? I said she won't be a granny if he's only up there with his phone. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay, yeah. He doesn't bring the girls in here. He goes and meets them, I think. Well, there's no visitors to the home allowed at the moment, anyway, the COVID. Oh, not in my case. I'm on Trump's side. I'm. I'm not. Really oh, you. Oh, you're anti-COVID, are you? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Right, anti-mask, anti-COVID. Anti-mask, anti-COVID. Yes. Anti- so, and do you go into shops with no mask on you? And not I, that I would encourage anyone to do that. It goes against government guidelines. She me from Tesco. She said, "Do you be walking around without the mask in Tesco? You can't, though. You can't. You get lynched." Yes. You so know? you do wear it when you go into Tesco's, do you? You have to wear the mask. In, yeah, in no, the but it just avoids the hassle. Tesco. Yeah, but but and, do, and where else do you go with no mask on? Do you get onto public transport? No, I put it on. Oh, I go down the back of the bus. 
with no man. Put on the back of the bus and put on my face. Have a look at the paper. Listen, Niall, yeah. I don't want to be saying all these things and for people to come around and start protesting at the home, you know, and saying, <laughs> <laughs> non, non mask wear living here. Yeah. Yeah, Susan, you know? the anti-masker, that's her there, yeah. <laughs> rebel. She's a rebel. No. She's a rebel, James. No, what a time to deal with refusing a muzzle. Oh yeah, well, see now a this muzzle. is yeah a muzzle. But well, the anti-maskers call it a muzzle. The the, the yeah. people obviously yeah. who were concerned about their health, they call it a mask. Yeah, I I call it um, something to take an identity stealer. An identity stealer. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's a good name for it. Yeah, yeah, because you can't see who anybody is. That's it. That's I did see a, a thing oh, actually by Hollywood stars in Hollywood. That's where the stars obviously are. Hollywood stars are normally in Hollywood. But they were saying it's great having the masks because the likes of Tom Cruise and all these people can go out shopping in the local shopping centre and nobody even recognises them anymore. And that's the thing, Niall. It's kind of exciting. Isn't it? Is it exciting? It's exciting. I, I hang around in the shopping centres, going in the basements, having cups of coffee. Waiting for a You know, through the tent in Newbridge, you, you sit under there, have a cup of coffee. It's great. It's and you hang around shopping centres. Hang around shopping in the basements. You know, it's, you're taking risks. It's great. Right. Are you a risk taker, Susan? Yes. Oh, yes, right. yes. Okay. Is that bad? No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I, I, I am a bit of a risk taker myself, to be honest, which I, I like risk takers. Now, maybe not in relation to COVID, but generally speaking, I do like risk takers. Yeah, it's good to be a risk taker, by the way, and to be impromptu about things. Yeah, so it's it's kind of good for me, the COVID. Is it? You know, it's good in that way. I just I just could do with a bit more work. Uh, you know, I know. But what do you work? What do you work at? That, you don't you don't have to tell me where you work. But what do you work at? What do you do? I clean. I clean houses. I clean oh, the school. Right. You know, and it's kind do of you use Mr. Sheen. Nobody, do you use Mr. Nobody Sheen? Nobody wants you in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Sheen, yes, yes, Wendelene, Mr. Sheen. <laughs> or do you just use cheap brands? I Because I prefer the Mr. You're Sheen right, myself, now, in right. fairness. I do, the, I do the cheap brands. I'm oh. so sorry, Niall, you won't have been <laughs> in your place anytime soon. Ah, jeez, no, don't be worried about that now. Uh, but I know I do like the Mr. And I like, I do, I've got the cheaper window leans. What a conversation to be having at a half, ten past ten. Oh, Niall, yeah. am I wasting showtime? No, you're not wasting showtime. But uh, to be honest with you, I've tried the cheaper brands of the window cleaners. They're just not as good. They're not. Yeah. They're no. You can't beat the window lean. Sorry, James. James, the last time you've seen a cloth, a, a duster <laughs> and a bit of window lean uh, probably was before your child was born. James's wife does. His wife I, does I, everything. I imagine she does, yeah. She wears the window. No, just James, I, 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 no, I'm, maybe I'm judging you, James. Right, but I don't see you. I, I'm not saying you're not a hands-on father, but I can't see you going around the house with the Hoover and the duster in your hand. <laughs> the duster's a bit of a stretch now. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do. I clean now. Do you mop the floors, sweep, sweep down the stairs, wash yes, the dishes, wash the carpet, everything? Yeah, wash the carpet. Okay, wash the carpet. Wash the, yeah, I mean, I have children running up and down my mucky shoes now. But do you have a vax to wash them yeah, with? A Vax Hoover. Yeah, yeah, wet and dry. I actually do. Damn, well, no, it's kind of worrying me. How do you know this? Is it a shark? <laughs> actually, don't know the brand. No. I couldn't uh, tell you the brand. Yeah, or Dyson. That shark's expensive, isn't it? Yeah, the shark. But the shark is great, I believe. Do you like yeah. the Dyson? Yeah, the shark. Have you got a shark, Angela? Um, I have the shark. It's a, it's a mini one for cleaning the car. Oh, right, yeah. That when you hang out, you just stick it onto the charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the car. We're learning a lot tonight, James. We yeah. are. She about, 
And by the way, Niall, unless um, unless the, the um, window cleaner squeaks, I don't trust it. Yeah, I no, I I have the Hoover with the you know the smiley face. And what's he called again, Mister? Henry. Henry. Oh, Henry. 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 Yeah, I've Henry. Henry. The green, Henry. the green one. <laughs> Are you in the green party? <laughs> It's nothing to do with Eamon Ryan, no. Nothing to do with Eamon Ryan. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be falling asleep at the sofa all the time. Before Eamon Ryan. Can I just say as well, I just have this vision of Susan. I obviously don't know what she looks like. You know, going around the, te- the shopping centres with like the Pink Panther teen tune behind You're fantasising again. <laughs> yeah, with, with her mask. Yeah, with no mask on her. Oh, no mask. Oh. <laughs> And does anyone ever come up to you when you're wandering around the shopping centre? Yeah, yeah the security. Did they ever come over to you and say anything? They didn't, they didn't, and I was in there for a good couple of hours. Well, yeah. They didn't cop me. <laughs> they didn't cop me. And so so when you walk in the door first, do you make yeah. the conscious effort not not to actually have it on you? The mask? Mm. I know. I, like, I go in the shops and stuff like that, but I might hang out in the basement. And, <laughs> what, are you, what are you hanging around basements for? I'm having the coffee, because you can't have the coffee in, in the place, in the shopping centres. You can't have coffee inside anymore. You know, so you've got to be outside. But, like, well, I think you, you get have... arrested for being in the basement. <laughs> can you... Can you <laughs> I'm sure that's breaking an entry now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As it was particularly if you're going into the basements of shops and things. Like that. And what else is down in the basement? Like in the car park. The car park. Oh, in the car park. Yeah, the car parks. So I could be going to my car. But, yeah, but you don't have to wear a mask in the car park. So you're not really breaking any laws. You're not really being a rebel there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm not doing anything too dangerous. No, no, because you're not. You don't have to wear a mask in the car park. Are you looking for a risk to take tomorrow, are you? Yes, yes, yes. Right, I'm, t- I'm yes, trying to think. Yes. I don't know, I have Can an I idea. tell you what I did now? What did you do? I was I was very bold now one day. I went in and I completely forgot my mask. Oh, no. oh you rebel. I did, and I told, I told the security guy I'd asked him and he said, what is Oh, oh really? That is a risk. Lovely. Yeah, no, I know. I've often forgot my mask, but I just nip back out of the car and get it. I wouldn't. It's not worth the hassle. It just no, isn't it worth the hassle. But I did feel the eyes on me inside and don't. There's a bit of a smell off my mask, actually. I have it here. Oh. You're <coughs> meant what are you going to do for Ashley? Is this a bit of a smell? No, when you're a smoker, like. You know yeah, what the funniest thing? I seen a woman. I seen a woman there the other day at the shopping centre, right? It wasn't you, Susan. Because she had a mask on her. But I seen a woman at a shopping centre, right? And she had a mask on her. I'd say she was in her 40s. And I'm assuming she's in reasonably good health. All right? And she was standing in the queue to get into JC's. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned the name of the shop, but there you go, I did. So she was standing in the queue to get into JC's, right? And it was just before Christmas, so it was busy enough, so there was a good 20 people in the queue. And your mum had left them in, you know, a few at a time. He wouldn't even... The, the guy actually doesn't actually say anything in JC's. He just goes... Hur, hur. He just grunts. <laughs> all right, but anyway, he's like a, like a traffic light thing. Hur, hur. Anyway... He, she's, she was pulling the mask down every couple of minutes to take a drag out of her cigarette. I know. <laughs> and I'm putting the mask back up again. And I'm oh, going, no. I'm saying to myself, you have more chance of dying from the cigarettes than you have from wearing, well, not wearing the mask. I mean, but that doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they say, they say it doesn't protect you or does it protect you. You wouldn't know. Yeah, well, you kind of wouldn't. There's evidence out there for both, to be honest. It depends on which side of the argument you happen to be on. 
You can make evidence up to prove anything you want, to be honest with you. Can't you? That's right. Yeah. And you can make people believe anything, can't you? You can. You can. Have you ever made people believe weird things, Susan? What? Like... <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Good Lord, you put me on the spot here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you made your partner believe you should be pregnant. That, that was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> when, well, when, you know, when you were 40. God help us, poor John. Yeah. Are you just the night shift? He's asleep. Oh, is no, he? Uh, no worry about him. Right, okay. No, okay. no worries. He, he likes a bit of a snooze all the time. Well, most people do at a certain time of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sleep. It's kind of a natural thing to want to do. <laughs> Particularly if you're working during the day. He doesn't know anything else. Are you, are you a night owl, Susan? I am very much so, and I can't sleep these nights at all. Three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning sometimes, a lot of the time. Right. Oh, and God. I'm praying tonight. I'd be better. So he sleeps early and you early. go to bed later then? Well, he's, yeah, he comes in, he sleeps in the morning. So how do you, how do you, how, how in the evening. And so what happens yeah, then? How, when does the magic happen? Well, the, magic, the magic's gone now. All in right. the olden days... The, in the olden days, yeah. <laughs> when you come in from work, probably, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be shot. <laughs> I hope, jeez, I hope not. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be a little bit extreme, <laughs> Susan. It's better than at night anyway. Yeah, but if, but if he's... Yeah, but Angela, if, if Susan is staying up till all hours in the morning, right, oh, and she's a bit of a night owl, and she's drinking yeah. too much coffee... And he's in bed, you know, asleep. I'm just saying, there's probably not much magic happening then. Oh no! But during the day is better. I'm the same. I hate but the magic. Bit. Goes when you when you hit fifty five or something. No, it doesn't, you. Know? Uh, Susan, well, the magic doesn't go when you hit fifty five. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what happened. The, the no. change. James, change. James, it's all ahead of you. Yeah. The magic yeah. goes when you hit fifty five, James. James, you <laughs> lap it up now, James. Yeah, he, he, is, he is. He is. He is a kid on the way on the twentieth of January. For God's sake, he has four children. Oh, I need a stuff. Yeah, keep going. There's loads keep of magic going, happening in his bedroom. James. When you get to 55, it'll be gone. What? James, so What'll keep gone? going with it. But they're, they're, whatever you call it, the magic, is it? Yeah. Right. It's, somebody says, somebody says when you get to 55, a penis is like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit floppy and the balls are there just for decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way Susan's talking so low in one way as well in case she wakes her husband she's like, no I'm out in the garden I won't waken him oh you're out I'm in the garden. garden I'm in the garden <laughs> he won't hear I don't he know if Tony Holland I, I don't know if Tony Holland is cool with you being out in the garden, out in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're the only one out there there isn't a gang he is is there no 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 but I tell you if you know of any Parties. <laughs> <laughs> are you gagging for a party, Susan? I'm, uh, yeah, an illegal, an illegal, illegal party. <laughs> <laughs> an illegal. Well, they're all. Well, in fairness, they're all illegal at the moment. You know yes, what I mean? That's right. You can't and, go. And would you, you if somebody go. said to you, Susan, do you want to go to an illegal party? Would you go? Oh, is there any? Is there any? <laughs> You'd be gone, would you? I'd be gone in a heartbeat. Right. I find a way to get to it. What happens at what, <laughs> what do you think happens at these illegal parties? No, just a bit of a crack, a bit of a drink. I don't take a drink, but a, <laughs> a few club oranges, a bit of a dance. Bit of a dance. Oh. Well, yeah, what's what's that? Especially now, Niall, because it's a bit more exciting because you're not supposed to be doing it. Oh right, I get you, I get you. Mm, mm, so only so you like something that's a little bit taboo. Yes. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, right. Exactly, now. James okay. likes a little bit of taboo as well. Yes, 
That's why he has a baby coming on the 20th of January. Maybe the three of you should get together. Actually, I'm not encouraging that because that would be against the broadcasting regulations. I uh, have to tell no. people to follow the guidelines. But no, if, you didn't want to, if you did want to break the guidelines, you and James and Angela could get together for a little bit of a taboo. You know what I mean? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep up. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling James you now, James, if you don't get the snip, she'll cut that off you. Keep up with the wife and all those children. Yeah, so, uh, but I'm, no, I, just, be, just before you go, Susan, I'm just finally, I'm very concerned about this 55 thing. I'm 57. So you, you are a flyer. Do you think I'm past You're it? You're like Mr. Delisi. He said, do you know what age I am, Susan? I'm, what was he? 78 years of age and I can still satisfy a woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so Susan, do you think I'm past it? Six years of age, I can still satisfy a woman. Yeah. He was 76. And, you know, so... Yeah, well then maybe you and John should get the magic going again. Oh God, help us. Yes, why not? Why yeah, not? why not? I'll go in and waken him up. Yeah, go on. Go on in and waken him up and get the magic going. Oh, do you want to stay on the phone while you're doing it? No. <laughs> 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 I don't I don't mean no hang on for a second I didn't mean while you were doing it I meant like while you were going in to wake him up what oh I'd be like a demon Oh, now you're a scotchman. No, <laughs> I don't. I didn't no, mean didn't while she was actually doing it. I meant while she was waking him up. Encouraging, encouraging sexual activity on radio. <laughs> no harm in that. No, 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 there's no harm. In it. You're, you're right, Susan. There's no harm. In it. You, you two can peck off. Yeah, <laughs> Angela and. Uh, James, see you. Uh, Susan, lovely talking to you. You're mad as a brush, by the way. Can I just point that out? Sweetheart. Yeah, but it was lovely talking to you. Thank you, Niall. You're an absolute angel. All right. Thank you, too. Love your show. Thank you. See Good you. night and God bless Good you. Good night. Good bless. God bless you, too. Good night. Good see you, bye, Angela. See you, Angela. See you, James. Uh, look, James. Uh, James, no. good luck with the baby if, if I don't hear from you, all right? Thank you. No, no. Um, what's the story with the podcast? What? You said on Twitter about a podcast. Oh, no, I, can't, I can't talk about that in the air, James. You say on social media, yeah. on your official page, but you can't speak no, about it? No, that's not, that's not, that's my oh own Twitter, that's my own you Twitter. Want me to come on, you asked me to come on live on air and get a vasectomy, but you won't even give me the insight. I, I I, I'll give you the inside scoop next week. Ah, uh, no. All right, this is the Niall Boylan podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I give, I'll give you the insight, I can't tell you the, even the name of the website at the moment, it's nearly complete. Okay. All right, but I'll give you the inside scoop next week. A lot of people seem quite interested in it, by the way. Yeah, I will, definitely. All right, okay. It'll be different, no trust me. Unleashed. Unleashed? That, that'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.